Can we turn to the book of Job for a scripture reading? To Job uh, chapter 22. Job chapter 22, and we'll read from verse 1 of the chapter. Job chapter 22 and verse 1. Then Eliphaz the Temanite answered and said, Can a man be profitable unto God as he that is wise may be profitable unto himself? Is it any pleasure to the Almighty that thou art righteous? Or is it gain to him that thou makest thy ways perfect? Will he reprove thee for fear of thee? Will he enter with thee into judgment? Is not thy wickedness great and thine iniquities infinite? For thou hast taken a pledge from thy brother for naught and stripped the naked of their clothing. Thou hast not given water to the weary to drink and thou hast withholden bread from the hungry. But as for the mighty man, he had the, the earth, and the honorable man dwelt in it. Thou hast sent widows away empty, and the arms of the fatherless have been broken. Therefore snares are round about thee, and sudden fear troubleth thee, or darkness that thou canst not see, and abundance of waters uh, cover thee. Is not God in the height of heaven? Behold the height of the stars, how high they are. And thou sayest, how doth God know? Can he judge through the dark cloud? Thick clouds are a covering to him that he seeth not, and he walketh in the circuit of heaven. Hast thou marked the old way, which wicked men have trodden, which were cut down out of time, whose foundations was overflown with a flood? which said unto God, Depart from us, and what can the Almighty do for them? Yet he filled their houses with good things, but the counsel of the wicked is far from me. The righteous see it and are glad, and the innocent laugh them to scorn, whereas our substance is not cut down, but the remnant of them the fire consumeth. Acquaint now thyself with him, and be at peace, thereby good shall come upon thee. Receive, I pray thee, the law from his mouth, and lay up his words in thine heart. If thou return to the Almighty, thou shalt be built up. Thou shalt put away iniquity far from thy tabernacles. Then shalt thou lay up gold as dust, and the gold of Ophir as the stones of the brook, brooks. Yea, the Almighty shall be thy defense, and thou shalt have plenteous silver." For then shalt thou have thy delight in the Almighty, and shalt lift up thy face unto God. Thou shalt make thy prayer unto him, and he shall hear thee, and thou shalt pay thy vows. Thou shalt also decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee. And the light shall shine upon thy ways. When men are cast down, then thou shalt say there's lifting up, and he shall save the humble person. He shall deliver the island of the innocent, and it is delivered by the pureness of thine hands. Amen. We know the Lord will add his blessing again to the reading of his precious word. Let's just unite in a word of prayer. Our loving and our gracious God, as we uh, turn to thee afresh, 
We thank thee for the precious word of God. And we think of these words from way back, uh, from near the beginning of time. And yet, Lord, they ring down through the ages and the centuries. And we thank thee that their counsel uh, still stands sometimes, Lord. The counsel here is a wrong counsel. We can see that. But, Lord, we thank thee for those words of wisdom that come to our hearts. And we pray that we might take heed to, our, to the advice today and the wisdom that comes from thy word. And we pray that thou wouldst write it upon our hearts. For it's in Jesus' precious name that we ask these things. Amen. My uh, text is verse 21 of the portion there. It says, Acquaint now thyself with him, and be at peace. Him, of course, is God. Thereby God, good shall come unto thee. The words of the text here are spoken to Job by Eliphaz the Temanite. You know the story of Job, how that he had lost so much of his wealth and his health, and he had lost uh, so many things. He was going through a very hard and difficult time and a trial, but we think of how his friends come to him, give advice. Some of the advice is very hard, and some of the advice is, uh, was very wrong. And yet at the end here, uh, Eliphaz the Temanite comes, and while some of his advice is wrong, yet at the end he says, Acquaint now thyself with him, and be at peace, thereby good shall come unto thee. And that advice is good advice. Now, it's worthwhile thinking about the context of the advice here. I don't think really that he is speaking to Job in a harsh way when he says, Acquaint now thyself with God. Uh, sometimes the preacher will thunder those words out. Uh, but I think that really, maybe uh, Eliphaz lowers his voice here, puts his hand on the shoulder of Job. He knows about all that Job has gone through. And he says to him, just acquaint now thyself with God. Just get right with God, Job. That's what he's really saying to him. And while Job is a righteous man, I, I see in the word of God, that he does find difficulty in knowing the presence of God with him in the midst of his troubles. If you look at the 23rd chapter, the next chapter, you see Job begins to speak and he says, Oh, that I, might, oh, that I knew where I might find him, speaking of God, that I might come even to his seat. He said, Behold, I go forward and he's not there and backward, but I cannot perceive him. He hideth himself on the right hand that I cannot see him. So Job at this time is struggling to know the presence and blessing of God. In the midst of his troubles, in the midst of his trials, in the midst of his sadness, in the midst of the difficulties that he's experiencing, he has lost touch with God. And you know, in many times in our own lives, in our own experience, and maybe you can say this today, child of God even. There are times when I don't know the presence of God, where we lose out with God, where our walk with God is not what it once was. And maybe today as you've come to this place, you can say that I have lost touch with God. You know, it is possible 
to have that intimate walk with God, to have that acquaintance with God that our text is speaking about. You know, we think of Enoch who walked with God or Abram who was called the friend of God or you think of David as a man after God's own heart or you think of Daniel of whom the Lord said, O Daniel, a man greatly beloved. Wouldn't it be a wonderful thing if it was said of us we are greatly beloved of God or that we are a person, a man or a woman after God's own heart. And we see the advice that is given in this portion of Scripture. It's good advice. Acquaint now thyself with him and be at peace. And I want us just to think about this acquaintance that we're to have with God that is advised in this portion of scripture here today and first of all as we think of this acquaintance that is advised here in verse 21 in the text I want you to see that it's a profound acquaintance when he says here acquaint now thyself with God sometimes we use the word acquaintance when we speak about somebody being an acquaintance of ours or an acquaintance of somebody else. We really means that they have a sort of, we often talk about a nodding acquaintance with somebody where we don't really know the person. Uh, we're not really intimate with them. We, we don't uh, know the ins and outs of their lives, but they're an acquaintance. They, they are somebody that we know in a kind of a cursory way, but we don't really know them in the depth. But that's not what the word means here. The Hebrew word just doesn't mean an, an nodding acquaintance. It, it means actually it has something to do with being a companion of God. It has, the literal meaning is a companion with God. It, it is not just a nodding acquaintance, but it is a deep knowledge of God. It is a walk with God. It is a constant walk. If you're a companion of somebody, you're constantly in their presence. And that's what this means here. And that's what he's advising for Job to have this constant uh, walk with God in his life. You know, maybe we say of you or me today that we are acquaintances with God in the normal way that we talk about. You're a nodding acquaintance. Maybe you uh, come into the Lord's presence in the morning and in the evening, but the rest of the day... You hardly think about God. Or maybe it's just once a week. Maybe you come on a, a Lord's Day morning and you do your duty for the week and then you're away off. And uh, as far as uh, the things of God are concerned, there's not much more uh, uh, that is uh, involved in your life. You're a, a nodding acquaintance with God. But this is not what he's talking about here. He wants this constant and this abiding uh, acquaintance with God. And I want you to see that this acquaintance means abiding with God. It means a very deep knowledge of God. We think of the Apostle Paul when he wrote to the Philippians in Philippians 3 and 10, and he said that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. We think of how the Lord said that we are to abide in him. He said, abide in me and I 
in you. Abiding means that we are walking with him. We're dwelling with him. And that word acquaint has the thought within it not only of being a companion with God, but dwelling with him. And if you dwell with somebody, if you live with somebody, you really get to know them. You, you know, you might know something about a person and you might think you know them very well, but it's only when you live with them for a little while that you really know what they are and the ins and outs and what they are going to be like in the, uh, the, the moments when uh, they are off guard. You will know about them. Now, we are going to dwell with God. We're going to walk with him day by day. We're going to put our hand in his hand down through the incoming days. We're going to abide in him. And I wonder today, are you on that intimate relationship with God? Do you walk with him day by day? Are you conscious of his presence? Can you speak to him at any time? Can you bring yourself uh, into the presence of God? Are you led by the spread of God day by day? Now, that's what we mean by this acquaintance with God. It's an abiding with God. Not only is there the abiding with the Lord, but there is the attention to his word. Now, if you are acquainted with somebody in the way that we're speaking about here, you will listen to, you will have a conversation with them. You will want to hear their word. You'll want to hear what they have to say. And you'll notice here in verse 22 here, in the context, he goes on after he says, Acquaint now thyself with him. He says, Receive, I pray thee, the law from his mouth, and lay up his words in thine heart. So we need to listen to what he has to say. The law and the word that is spoken of here, the equivalent, of course, today is the Bible. And we read in the Second Peter 1, verses 20 and 21, that holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. And what the Bible says is God's word. It's God's word to our heart. And we need to take heed to the Scripture. We need to be listening to what God has to say and the way that we do that in this day and age is in his word, in, in, in the Bible. We read what the Bible has to say. And I hope today, if you're going to be acquainted with him, you've got to have a knowledge of the word. You've got to have a desire to uh, open the word of God, to read it day by day, to sit under the preaching of the word, to try and be instructed in the things of God. If you're going to be acquainted with him, you've got to listen to his word. There's an attention to his word. But also, there's an acquiescence to his commands. Where it says there, acquaint now thyself with him, the word acquaint can mean acquiesce in God. And that means that not only do we hear the word of God, but we obey it. We not only listen to what God has to say, but there needs to be that willing uh, desire to put it into effect. And when it says acquiesce, the word acquaint here, as it speaks about acquiescing in God, it means that we don't rebel against it. We don't speak back. You know the child, and it's told to do something, and maybe it will reluctantly do it, and it'll speak back. There's a protest, and... The word acquiesce here means no protest. 
We're not going to protest. We're going to do what God wants us to do. We're not going to hold back in any way. We're going to be willing to be obedient to what God has to say. Not only will we acquiesce to his commands, we'll attune to his will. We will want to do not only what he says in his word, but we will listen for God's direction in our lives. We'll look for the open doors that God sets before us. We want to be attuned to his will. You know, the Bible says something about uh, companionship in Amos chapter 3 and verse 3. It says, can two walk together except they be agreed? And we need to be in agreement with God. Not only listen to his word, not only doing what he says, but we need to be in agreement to what he says to us. Uh, the, the Bible says the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Our thinking has got to be altered in, to the place where we think like God. We, we, our reactions to things is going to be a biblical reaction. It's going to be a spiritual reaction to whatever happens around us. We're going to think the way that God thinks. And when you walk with, you've got to walk with somebody, you know, you often, you look at husbands and wives, and very often they will take on the characteristics of one or other, or the sayings of one or the other. As we go on in life, we become more and more like the ones that we're near. And we are got to be those that become more and more like the Lord. And we only will do that if we're walking with Him. Something else that acquainting ourselves with God will mean appearing at His throne. If we're going to be acquainted with God, the conversation is going to be a two-way thing. We will bring our needs to God. We'll bring our praise and our adoration to God. We will bring our thoughts to God. We'll bring our hearts, our perplexities, our problems, our worries. Uh, we will spend time at his throne. We will pray. We'll be a praying people. We are his friends, and we have got to speak to him, chat, as it were, with him. How will we do that? Well, we do that as we lay aside the time to speak with God. How is our fellowship? How is our walk with God? Are we walking in tune with him in this day and generation? He says, acquaint now thyself with him and be at peace. And that's what we've got to be in this day. But not only is this a profound acquaintance, but I want you to see that it's a present acquaintance. He says, acquaint now thyself with him and be at peace. There's no time like now. There's no time like today. No time like the present. And we, you may be facing difficulties. And maybe you say, well, when I get myself out of these difficulties, I will give myself to God. Or when the family is grown up, or when the family are out of the house, or when I get my promotion, or when I get into a place that is stable, or when I get over this illness, or when, or for the young people, maybe when, when I get to the place where I'm settled down and there's always a reason. There's always 
another day when we can uh, give ourselves to God the way that we know that we ought to do. There's always another day. But what was Job said? Acquaint now. Now Job was going through the greatest sorrows that you could ever face. He had lost his whole family. He lost his health. He lost so many things. And if there's ever a man who could say, I'll wait until tomorrow. I'll wait until I get myself settled down. Until I get over this uh, hump of troubles. It would have been Job. But no, the advice to Job is, acquaint now thyself. We've got to do it now. We've got to do it today. Now is the accepted time. Maybe you're not saved today and you're putting it off to another time and you're not acquainted even in the fact that you can walk with God at all because your sin has separated between you and your God. And as far as salvation is concerned, the Bible says now is the accepted time. And it's now because time's going on. You know, we have come now to the uh, end of February. And you know, you think of how it is no time since this year started. And we've already two months of this year gone. We, and it seems as if time is running away. And we have only a limited amount of time. The, 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 the psalmist said, teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. And we need the wisdom to realize that we have only a limited time in which to work. We have only a little time. The night cometh when no man can work. And our time on this earth is swiftly passing away. And are we going to waste it? Are we going to give our time to other things when the most important thing is that we serve the Lord with all of our hearts and souls and minds. This is a present acquaintance. Do it now. Acquaint now thyself with him. You'll notice also, it's a personal acquaintance. Acquaint now thyself. Thyself. He puts his finger upon it. Your father, your mother, your brother, your sister, your son, your daughter can't do it for you. You've got to do it yourself. Acquaint now thyself with him. And you can put it off and procrastinate it. And you can uh, put it off to another day. And you know the right relationship that you should have with God. But he says, no, I'm dealing with you. Not the person across on the aisle or the one in front of you or the person behind you. The woman across the way. The woman who's the neighbor. No, he says, acquaint now thyself. Unsaved person. This is coming to you. The salvation of God, the walk with God is always a personal thing. And you've got to do it yourself. Acquaint now thyself with him. And then I want you to see that this is a peaceful acquaintance. Because he says, acquaint now thyself with him and be at peace. If you want peace, in your life, that peace of God that passeth all understanding. The Lord Jesus said, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And when you walk with the Lord, there is peace. There is that peace of conscience or sin 
has been dealt with, our sins are washed away, and when you come and when you trust in the Lord, uh, the the, uh, book of Isaiah 26, verse 3, thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed upon thee, and it's a perfect peace that he gives, but that peace of conscience that our sins are dealt with, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Oh, what ter- turmoil and worry and anxiety we put ourselves through because we walk in a way of sin and a wayward way against the way that God would have us to do. We need that peace of conscience that our hearts are right with God. And then we need the peace of consolation to know that we're right in the center of the Lord's will, to know that we're walking where God would have us to be. What a consolation. And the peace of contentment, that peace that passeth all understanding. Have you peace today? Have you peace in the way that you're walking? It is only as we walk with God that we have that peace. It's a peaceful acquaintance. And then something else, it's a profitable acquaintance. Because not only does he speak about peace here, he goes on at the end of the verse and he says, thereby good shall come unto thee. And dear friend, thank God for the many blessings that God gives to those that serve him. In verse 24, he says then, shalt thou lay up gold as dust and the gold of Ophir as the stones of the brook. And the uh, gold there is uh, indicative of the best of blessings. When he speaks about uh, uh, gold, he speaks about blessings that exceed, abundant blessings. And this is what he's uh, thinking about here. And you can see in the verses, uh, the... uh, outline of the different blessings that we have. He speaks of progress in verse 23. He says, If thou return to the Almighty, thou shalt be built up. Thou shalt put away iniquity far from thy tabernacles. We will be built up. We will be built up in our most holy faith. We will, we will be, uh, as it were, uh, guarded around. We will have the bulwarks and we will have the Walls built up in our lives. Those uh, good things will be built up. The Bible says the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more into the perfect day. And as we progress and as we're built up in our most holy faith, so our walk with God increases. But there's progress. We're going to be built up. And then there's provision. That verse 24 there, he says, then shalt thou lay up gold as dust, and the gold of Ophir as the stones of the brooks. Now, we've said that that's indicative of abundant blessing, but also God provides. God does provide. Now, we're not saying that if you walk with God that we're not speaking about health and wealth here in that uh, always you'll have health. And yet the, the psalmist said, I've been old and I've been young and now I'm old, yet I've not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. God does provide for our needs. He will provide. And you think of the testimony of many uh, missionaries gone out to the field. 
no means of support, and yet the support has come always at the right time. God provides. And then he protects. Look at verse 25. Yea, the Almighty shall be thy defense. The psalmist in Psalm 34 said, The angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him and delivereth them. Oh, what a comfort that the Lord is guarding your footsteps down through the incoming days. A God to protect us. And then look at the next blessing in verse 27. Prayer answered. Uh, he says, Thou shalt make thy prayer unto him, and he shall hear thee. We want to hear, we want a God, we want God to hear our prayers as we go forward. But you know, if we're acquainted with him, if we're walking with him, if we're holding communion with him, uh, then our prayers are going to be answered. And then there is pleasure. Verse 29, when men are cast down, then thou shalt say, there is lifting up, lifting up for the downcast, and he shall save the humble person. Oh, dear friend, if you're downcast today, the Lord will lift up your head. He will make things right when you walk with him. But then you have the greatest blessing of all, his presence. Look at verse 26. For then shalt thou have thy delight in the Almighty, and shalt lift up thy face unto God. And here's the greatest good. Here's the greatest blessing. Just to look in the face of God. To know that presence of God. In his presence there's fullness of joy. And at his right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Oh, what a wonderful thing to know and be acquainted with God, to know that you're walking with God, to know that God is at your right hand to protect you, to guide you, to provide for you. And we can always have faith in the provision of Almighty God. He's not going to let us down. But we've got to be acquainted with him. We can't be walking afar off. These blessings aren't for those that walk far off from God or uh, in rebellion against Him uh, and are not walking with Him. Can two walk together except they be agreed? Uh, if you're not agreeing with God, then you're walking far off. But there is mighty, wonderful blessing for those that walk with Him. Job is advised, acquaint now thyself with him and be at peace. And oh, may we know that peace of God that passeth all understanding in our lives and in our hearts in these days. May God write his word upon our hearts for his name's sake. Let's just unite in a word of prayer. Our loving God and our gracious Father in heaven, we pray that we might uh, take the advice that Job was given here and acquaint ourselves with thee. O oh God, may we walk with thee day by day. May we abide in Christ. May we be built up in our most holy faith. May we progress. May we know the presence of God as we walk day by day. Put thy hand upon us. Bless us mightily. Help us 
to follow thee. For it's in Jesus' precious name that we'd ask these things. Amen. Amen. Well, I wonder if we could uh, sing the hymn 594 in closing. The hymn 594. When my life work is ended and I cross the swelling tide, when the bright and glorious morning I shall see, I shall know my Redeemer when I reach the other side, and his smile will be the first to welcome me. I shall know him. We will sing the first two verses of the hymn, and we'll stand as we sing. be deep, and O oh God, that it might be uh, a blessed knowledge of our God as we walk in the light of thy presence day by day. Be with us throughout this day. May we know thy grace and mercy, and may we know thy presence and thy speaking voice to our hearts. For it's in Jesus' precious name I would ask these things. Amen. Amen.